1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall Guy.
0: That's what the poster said.
1: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out?
2: Because
0: nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now.
2: What are you into? Talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG-13.
1: Welcome to episode... I don't know where well, we're at at this point. Of the Tinderbox, we are the podcast for matchsticks and gasoline, the Calgary Flames website for SP Nation. It's Mark, Michael, Maddie, Gordy, and our Molly. Wanted to come say hello to everybody today. Because when you're home from school, what would you rather do than hang out on your dad's podcast for a couple seconds? Say hello. Hi. All right. <laughs> All right. We covered that. star All right. So, anyway, so, uh, what we want to talk about today? Because there's like literally nothing happening. Michael brought up some good stuff about the um, NFL draft in attire. Um, I said outside of the Dolphins not screwing up the first round, my favorite part of that was the uh, Vrabel household where someone forgot to uh, close the door or move the mirror because someone was taking a dump in the back of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, anybody see that? What was that all about?
0: Wasn't somebody dressed as the Freeze as well in his house?
1: Oh, yeah, their whole house was, like, Vrabel's messed up. Isn't he the guy that said, like, oh, go ahead, Maddie. (laughs) No, well, Vrabel's nuts. Wasn't he the guy, like, when it was, like, at the AFC championship game? He was talking about, like, he'd cut his balls off if he could win a Super Bowl because he didn't need them anymore. (laughs) Like That household is clearly messed up as it is anyway. So, you know, I don't know. but I thought it was funny. I don't know. Michael, uh, let's have your um, fashion police do's and don'ts breakdown from the NFL draft last night.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was just watching that, and I think I put it in our chat. But I was like, I I don't know how much you would have to pay me to get like fully dressed up in my team's gear, like face paint, like full costume, and everything, just to cheer a draft pick. That chances are like ninety percent of us don't even know after like the first five picks. Yeah. I just sit there like, there's no way I would do that.
1: No, and there's also a really good chance that that draft pick is just going to fail because most of them do anyway, you know. <laughs> but I think like you like if you're going to like do it from home you'd have to have fun with it like dress up as like a giant baby or something you know giant diaper and a rattle it's just something I don't know. make it fun and interesting because the whole draft thing was weird with nobody being in the building and everybody doing it from home but it also was pretty cool that roger goodell get booed from his basement so i thought that was <laughs> that was always a nice touch so maddie did you watch any of the nfl draft last night i know you're a huge football fan
3: <laughs> yeah uh no i just caught the uh the weird stuff highlight reel on twitter uh like last night and this morning so that was pretty spectacular just all of that
1: i kind of liked it actually maybe they should do that from now on draft from home just because so you can be <laughs> comfortable the guy sitting in his robe i forget <laughs> who you got drafted by was that the raiders or the bronco he's just sitting on his couch in a robe you know like no big deal i'm just a draft you know i'm only gonna <laughs> be a multi-millionaire in five minutes but i thought you know i guess if you're gonna you Know the way it worked out, you got to enjoy it and have some fun with it. I suppose.
3: I think so, the robe uh, my, is a power move,
1: it <laughs> is right. That just says, I don't care, like, it's like I'm done, like, whatever. It's very Hugh Hefner esque. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Zero F's given <laughs> when you wear a robe to the video draft of the NFL. And so, uh, like Michael, um, go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say, did you see, did you see the uh Jerry Jones like in his? Who knows? Like I nobody that. could figure out where he was. So it was like a basement. If it was like a yacht. If he was on like a plane. Like
1: in his like Bond villain room. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was in the Jerry Jones dungeon. <laughs> like, what's up with that? I didn't. I didn't pay attention to it, because I was in the car. I think going to work when they were they were drafting. And someone's like, "Oh my god, is that Jerry Jones? He looks terrible." And then I thought, "Has Jerry Jones ever look good?" Like Al Davis's kid, Mark Davis, with that bowl cut, like it was like a cabbage patch kid or something. It's ridiculous. Like if you put some like a sailor outfit on him, he'd look like the Dutch boy, the little logo from the the paint can. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, so yeah, NFL draft, woo-hoo! I'm so excited. The Dolphins drafted three guys in the first round. I can't pronounce two of their names, so that's a good start, you know. And you know that's always up. i I've been all night long. I was practicing. I'm like Tua Tangonvaynola, and then someone's like, "No, it's." Tua Tungna Viola. I'm like, no, his last name is not Tungna Viola. No, that is definitely not his last name. That is a very wrong pronunciation. Let me just call him Tua. So, Michael, happy with the Eagles? The Eagles? I don't know. I'm I'm
2: glad they got the receiver. I honestly haven't followed a ton of it. But, um, I don't know. I heard everyone saying, oh, they could get him in the second round, which seems to be a theme with the Eagles, like just drafting guys that are like reaches way too early. So, I don't know. Wait. I'm not somebody that gets too into picks one way or the other because, like like you said, most of them end up busting regardless of like how good you think they are in the draft. So I'm just like, yeah. whatever. I'm not going to be like screaming in either direction about it.
1: Gordy, refresh us. Who do you root for again in the football?
0: Uh, the Super Bowl losing 49ers.
1: Right, that's right. Who did the 49ers draft last night?
0: Uh, so they traded,
1: right? They traded with... um.
0: Oh, they they did a lot of trades. Like yeah. you know, they got the thirty-one overall pick for being, you know, the second team, but then they traded DeForest Buckner for the thirteenth pick, which they traded down for the fourteenth pick, and then they traded back into the first round for the twenty-fifth pick. And I don't know, I've given up any hope of them drafting anybody first other than a D lineman. Like I think it's like six straight drafts. They've drafted a D lineman with their first round pick, so I don't know why we even bother predicting who they draft at this point. That whole thing you just mentioned—it was like carry the two, divide by four,
1: is <laughs> <here> is six. <laughs> is it divisible by pi? That was crazy talk. By the way, it's happy hour this Friday on the uh, Tinderbox, the Matchsticks and Gasoline podcast. Uh, Maddie, what are you sipping over there on the old four o'clock podcast?
3: Um, I have some white wine. I, I'm holding my water bottle right now, though, so that's awkward. But...
1: <laughs> You're drinking wine out of a water bottle. It's a pandemic. It's okay. That's the new normal. <laughs> like, that's totally acceptable. No rules. No rules. None whatsoever. Michael, what do you got over there? Let's try to get some sponsorships. A, it, so let's get some ads.
2: I have a coconut rum and coke, and Ooh, it is uh, very nice. It's quite good. I don't usually like coconut, but I highly recommend
1: it. I do like coconut rum and Coke. Like, uh, what's the one I like? I like the Malibu. Um, it's pretty good, to the oh, Captain the- Morgan Parrot. Those are pretty good. I'm going to throw out some names. You know, if we're going to name drop, we should have some fun with it. If you like coconut rum, what you, you should do is take that coconut rum and then mix that with some pineapple juice, cranberry juice, and banana liqueur. You'd be very happy. That's okay, delicious. I write that down. Yeah. It also sounds like diabetes because it's ridiculous, <laughs> but it's worth it.
0: It's so good. So. Cordy, anything, anything over there on your end? uh i'm the lame one here i just got coffee but i also i also have the the infamous water bottle from the one oh podcast. no, no. <laughs> can you do it can you drop it just for old time's
1: sake just so we can hear it i,
0: I think we'll. i'll burst the eardrums again it's a it's a heavy it's a heavy one
1: <laughs> very nice it will shut down the podcast if we drop it i'm uh drinking a delicious b hoppy ipa uh by wormtown in west and westa massachusetts it's very good and it's actually not too bad so i will survive the podcast so that's good it's only six and a half percent alcohol so i'll make it through this thing no problems hopefully so yay happy hour on matchsticks and gasolines the tinderbox podcast because what's there left to do at this point you know so we um it only took i think six months but we finally whittled down the uh logo bracket best logos or whatever and surprise surprise our fans voted to. Calgary flames logos to go head to head you know shocker i'm you I know mean, I'm very surprised we've got the the old school um retro flames flaming c versus old blasty and unfortunately and sadly old blasty is getting his head caved in right now so the flames logo will win, but you know not the one I was hoping for like I said yesterday I think it's time to create some dummy accounts so I can drum up like sixty or seventy votes and have him win but <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. we're also doing a through s b nation we're doing a goal song bracket and i haven't really been paying attention to it because i think the flames have like legitimately the worst goal song on the outside of maybe uh who's the maple leafs use hollow notes which i thought was the most ridiculous thing i'd ever heard in my life like hollow notes is fine you know If you're like, i actually kind of like
3: that one. Oh no <laughs> go ahead like go ahead, specifically get- not hollow notes in general but just that song. i'm okay with that as a goal song All right, yeah fair enough
1: See, my favorite goal song in the NHL is taken already, um, and it's taken by the absolute worst, like most trash and garbage franchise on the planet, and that's the Anaheim Ducks. They have um, Bro Him by Pennywise, and Pennywise is my favorite punk rock band of all time, and it's such a good song, and it's so disappointing that just that team of all teams has to have it. So <laughs> whatevs. But uh, the Flames, oddly enough, ended up the number two seed in the West with ACDC, TNT. yeah. Like, is there any more band, like, more cliche to play in an arena, like, as your excited, like, psych-up song than ACDC? I think at every Patriots game, they just put, like, Back in Black on a loop and just play the entire <laughs> album every time something happens. It's, like, by far the worst. Uh, if you could change, let's throw everybody on the spot, Michael's going to love this. If you could change <laughs> <laughs> the Flames goal song to any song, what would you change it to? Maddie, go. Shoot, Maddie was ready. Like, that. I'm like, whoop. <laughs> What do you got, Maddie? Is it Hall <laughs> of
3: Uh, No, it's not. Um, I love Chaos, so I'm going to go with Dancing Queen by ABBA. Oh,
1: I knew it was going there. I love it. That's awesome. That was perfect. Uh, I I could totally get behind that because it would just be totally nonsense. I mean, I'm trying to pump the crowd up and it's like, as it comes in, that would be hysterical. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, Gordy, what would you change the Flames Goal song to if you could?
0: Oh, I don't know if I have any specifics, but I, I feel like all the just classic two thousands like Jock Jam songs just just fit in perfectly as goal songs. I think any of those would would suit a goal just fine. <laughs> jock jams, that's awesome. That takes me back to like, I don't even know, like maybe freshman year
1: in college. Good <laughs> Lord. Y'all ready for this? Yeah, bam, exactly. Bam, 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 can't bam,
0: go wrong with that.
1: <laughs> Hey, we're going to do karaoke podcast. Awesome. Michael, you could change it over. If you could draw the Flames goal song, what would it be? <laughs> I mean, okay, we're not getting into I'm not very artistic. Let's get back across the table
2: here now that I'm on the video side of the podcast. I, I like their old song, like the one they had before TNT. I thought that was good. I don't know. It had the word fire in it, so I feel like that's all you need for the Flames. I also she kind likes. of like the individual goal song.
1: Kind of like baseball players have their walk-up song. Like you could do your individual yeah. goal song. I right, I could see that.
2: They've been doing touches of it where it's like after they get through like the horn and like the main part of the song. Like most of them yeah. have their own little like snippet at the end. Yeah. And I kind of like that, I but yeah. I like, I, can, I did I like the one before this past one a lot more. I seem to get like really more energy. Like I don't know. if This game kind of just people kind of get sick of it after like a goal. So
1: yeah actually like there is a team actually that does individual goal songs and i forget which which team it was it's in the bracket there might be two of them that do it where they don't have a specific song but i was like gonna go like way way back it
0: It might be san jose i think i think the flames have personal goal songs they just play them after tnt like as they're you know skating Mm -hmm. by the bench they all have their own song because i know Johnny has the Johnny be good or whatever. Sam Bennett is Benny and the Jets. Like I know the flames have them. They just insist on playing TNT to start it all off. They should be forced to have a George Canyon song as their
1: personal (laughs) song after everything, just because that would drive everybody in Calgary nuts. For the record, I like the way he sings the anthem, but that's just me. Um, He's cool. Exactly. That's my favorite part of George Canyon. He gets up there, two anthems done. They're done in such a short amount of time. It's awesome. Like the long drawn out anthem. I mean, I love the anthem at a hockey game. I think it's like totally part of hockey. Like it just makes the start of the game that much more exciting and more important, but it's probably the only, it may be baseball. I don't care about the anthem at football or basketball. Like I just really enjoy it at hockey and baseball for some reason. I feel like it's like really good there. It's classic, but he is really good because he just powers through the anthem. It's like, Oh, just go play hockey. So I like that. No frills. don't like country music, but his anthem is cool. Um, I would say, like, I think, like, Jump in the Fire by Metallica. Just go really early, like, 1980s, like, thrash metal and have some. It's got fire, jump, Satan, all kinds of fun stuff. It would be awesome, but it'll never happen. So, but, yeah, that would be my choice if I was going to redo it. Um, by the way, these are all the hard-hitting topics you guys tune into <laughs> this podcast for. is Goal songs, beer, um, goal songs, beer. Water bottles. Uh, water bottles, exactly. So, uh, the other day, the NHL came out and said they weren't sure if they were actually going to have those neutral site games. Um, if they don't have neutral site games, is that pretty much the the death knell for the season? You think? Yeah. And it, it, I just it seems so hard to make neutral site games. How do you keep everybody healthy? That if you need ninety people to run a game, how do you keep all those people healthy at this point? You know, it just seems it seems off to me. Um, I don't know. I, I would not want the season to be canceled, but I think at this point, as it just progresses and drags on, is it better to just maybe kind of wash your
0: hands of 2020 and move on? Thoughts? I think they're just, they're trying so hard to save the season because there's, there's just so many problems that will arise if you just finish the season and it's not just handing the Stanley cup out. It's if, you know, you traded a first round pick at the trade deadline, you got what? Six games out of that guy. How are they going to do the draft lottery? Like, there's just so many implications. about just ending the season as is, that like, like I get why they're trying to you know push it as hard as they can. Like, how do you like how do you solve the the trade thing specifically? Like, teams are going to be, like imagine trading a first round pick for six games of Blake Coleman. Like, you're going to be pretty angry.
1: I mean, Maddie would definitely have a, s- a specific beef with this because the Flyers were like <laughs> like a well oiled machine coming into this. So, what are your thoughts on this?
3: Yeah, um, I was just talking about this to with somebody today. And like, I don't really know I, they were throwing around that idea of you like, pick one city per division, and that's where you have your games. And that also feels weird. Um, I do feel like at a certain point, you just have to kind of cut your losses and focus on trying to start next season on time if you can. But I think either way, the league's going to go with whatever can maximize revenue for them, which may or may not be unfortunate, depending on how it goes.
1: August hockey. Yay. Uh, So, well, now you, you bring up the point of, you know, maybe each division picks one city. I don't think that benefits Canadian towns at all, because I think you would pick, they would, the NHL would probably pick the four biggest cities in the States, right? As opposed to, being like, hey, you know what, we'll give Winnipeg all the games out there. I think that would hurt Canada. Am I wrong in that opinion, Michael Gordy? Maybe correct me, but you gotta figure like New York would be one, maybe LA, um, Chicago, you know, type city. What what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I think specifically here in Alberta, they've Edmonton has very has had a very low infectivity rate. So they've I think they've been talking about Edmonton being the neutral site here. So there's you know, they've definitely you know, tried to make it. You know, play in Canada, but yeah, if like if if it's all played in the U.S., like yeah, that would that would definitely be a, a detriment to the Canadian teams. Yeah, that would be, I think, the one
1: problem I think I could see with that that scenario is you know not. Or maybe they put one in Toronto because it's a you know a good sized media market. Um, but it would be funny to watch the Maple Leafs not play like in that playoff area, or whatever, in their own city. It would be kind of fun. Anybody else got a thought on that? Not on Toronto stinking, but, you know, Um, potentially Canada being shut out of weird neutral site games, which I think would be totally unfair. You did kind of invent the game, you know?
3: I I think they were trying to go the opposite way with that, if I remember correctly. Like, Raleigh for the Metro. Yeah. So, like, they're thinking, I guess, about, like, the smaller cities markets where I guess they're not as risky like to have them in, in New York, I think would be really, really tough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And there's no way it's coming to Boston because Massachusetts has like been like, Oh, we've been doing pretty well with coronavirus the last couple of weeks. Let's just, we want more. Let's just get more. Like <laughs> Massachusetts is like being overrun by it right now. Cause well, we're wicked smart over here. You know, you know, we don't follow instructions so well ask the british so anyway um so yeah um yeah i can you know i can see where that might be kind of cool for some small cities but i would hope that it wouldn't create bigger problems uh, throughout the league so that makes sense so wow look at that we had a hockey discussion who'd have thought (laughs) so what what's uh did you guys um gordy did you survive that cloud coming uh to your home yesterday (laughs) or was
0: that my of death. It actually ended up completely missing. I think it rained for like five minutes and then missed, but yeah, it's still not, still not, it's pretty, it's been nicer, but it's still, still pretty wintry outside. Last time we talked, Michael and Gordy got 13 feet of snow.
1: And uh, yesterday before the podcast, Gordy sent a photo of what looked like the wall of death coming to envelop his entire building and take him away. So it's good. I'm glad everybody is safe and cold. I guess if that's, what else is going on? What's going on, Michael? What's going on up there in Calgary? Anything exciting? Um, well, it's kind of nice again.
2: That's a start. I mean I can' leave <laughs> my house and actually like, walk outside without jackets and stuff for once. Nice.
3: Nice. Uh, yeah. I don't know.
2: I'm trying to think of like, well, they canceled Stampede yesterday, so everyone's like losing their mind up here right now.
1: I saw that. Yeah, that can't be good. That I mean, for just fun and economic purposes, that can't be uh, good for the city.
2: Yeah, between that and oil right now, things are. Uh, it's going to be an interesting summer. I don't know. Might end up like Detroit, where just half the city is going to be gone in like a year. Or something. I don't know. It's um.
1: No, nobody wants to be Detroit for a million different reasons. Don't do that to Calgary, please.
2: Yeah, but yeah. The Stampede's really interesting because like. At first, people were like, oh, can they just delay it? And then it's like, there's so many people that come for it. And if I know Gory's been there, but it's like, it is as tight packed as you can squeeze like people in every day. It would have just been horrendous. Even like one person had it, but you would have had like a 500 person breakout by the end of one day. It was just, it made sense, but it kind of hurts too, because that's always like the big part of the summer. People either go or they go out to their cabins or go for a trip somewhere then. And it's just, it's kind of like the start of the summer, first week of July,
0: but I get it. First time it's in something... 97 years. Oh. Go ahead, Gordy. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut Sorry, you. It Sorry, the, the, it's the first time in 97 years that it's been canceled.
1: Good Lord, that's a long
0: time. Yeah. What's the one thing, Gordy, you'll miss? What's one major thing you'll miss about Stampede not being there? Oh, I don't know. The The city definitely gets a, a different vibe when it's stampede season like i am i definitely don't go to like any of the rodeo events or anything but just walking on the stampede grounds is especially you know kind of at dusk in the evening like yeah like michael said like the first week of july is just like the official start of summer here like it's you know the the high school kids and all of them are you know out of school like it's just you know you can tell like there's it brings the most out of town people to Calgary for sure. Like it's just it's just such a special event here and it'll it'll be strange for sure without it. Yeah.
1: Maddie, what's going on in Philly or just outside of Philly? What's uh what's what's the pulse like down there?
3: Whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I mean, we're starting to talk about me going back to work. Uh oh. but We don't really know what's going to happen there.
1: All right. So that's kind of, that's a good thing, right? A little bit of progress, as they would say.
3: I I guess. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: know. Nice.
2: So Yeah. So
3: far, our, uh, our stay at home until, and I'm not sure if that's going to be extended again, obviously, but um, for library things, they're talking about, you know how we can work our way back and what that's going to look like with letting people into the building. And they don't really know yet, but at least they're starting to have a conversation. So it's something, I guess.
1: Cool. I was listening to talk radio on my way home this morning and there was a news report came out that there was, I think it might have been in Georgia, where they were talking about opening places like barbershops and places to get your hair cut and gyms and I'm like you're opening all the worst places to be with people touching you and breathing on you and just being gross around you like that's the last places you should open like you know like maybe open up a movie theater with like every seventh or eighth seat available to sit in or something like that. But I can't imagine like they open everything up and be like yo I'm gonna get my hair cut and then go to the gym. Like I just don't think like that's a good idea at all. You know maybe open up a beach, you know, where people could spread out a little bit or something, but I, I don't know. We just canceled like everything up here. Like sports wise, I coach four different teams in the spring and everything just got shut down. And it's just like, Oh, I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do now? Like I've seeded my lawn already and it hasn't grown grass. So I think I'm going to seed it again. Cause I got nothing else to do. You know, <laughs> it's just like, it's just so bizarre. Like, and it's now, it's, I don't know how it is. We It's done nothing but rain in Massachusetts for like the last it seems like weeks it's just been like oh you can't go outside and do anything we're just going to make it rainy all the time and make it miserable where you are good lord sounds like my dog's about to come through the ceiling i don't know what's going on up there (laughs) jesus it's like my dog's got to hold a gordy's
0: water bottle upstairs in the living room throwing it around or something good lord what was that all about yikes I, th- I think my upstairs neighbor is going to come through the ceiling any day as well. I, I'm not sure where she bought the lead shoes, but I I want her to return them.
1: Do me a favor though, if she's going to do it, please make sure she does it on a Friday during the podcast. <laughs> oh no,
0: Can she it's, sure a, it's it's exclusively at 4:30 in the morning because I think she's really old and that's when she gets up.
1: <laughs> well, we're gonna have to have an early morning podcast then. <laughs> We'll have Morning Happy Hour. We'll have Bloody Marys while we watch Gordy's neighbor fall through the ceiling. <laughs> so what else? What else? What else? What else? What else is going on? There's really nothing else happening. Um I don't know. Like I miss hockey. I really do. <laughs> like for a while I was like, oh, I don't have to write a game preview. This will be nice for like a week or two. And now I'm like, I want to write a game preview. <laughs> like I wanna put the lines out. I wanna make an outrageously horrible prediction that's not gonna come true. Like just, I just I I miss hockey. It sucks.
0: And me and, <laughs> and Mike thinking... have okay. Oh, Sorry, me and Mike have uh we've we've quenched our thirst by fully diving into the, the simulated hockey world. <laughs> it's better than it. it's got kind of, it's something, you know? I'm glad somebody's doing it, because I don't play video games because
1: I'm old, old people don't understand you Like the unfrozen caveman lawyer. I don't understand you and your crazy technology. (laughs) My son could probably do it, but I definitely, definitely not my thing. But yeah, it's just, it's just so weird. Like putting on TV and being like, Oh, this, Oh, it's a game. It's the uh, 92 Canadians and devils on. Yeah. No, I'm all set. I don't want to watch that, you know, but it's just weird how like you'll find yourself sitting down at one point watching something, but like, Oh yeah, it's a baseball game from 1985. Cool. All right. Has anybody started that Michael Jordan? documentary series on espn watching Neither. that yet it's nine or ten part series it's actually i thought it was pretty interesting i watched it uh the other day i watched the first episode it was it was pretty cool to like just how awesome he is like you forget after a while just what a ba- good basketball player he was um mm-hmm. and i've been blown through that in seinfeld i um i think i've watched like five seasons in the last like two weeks it's ridiculous they amount of stuff i'm watching <laughs> Cause there's just nothing on. It's so boring. That no, that's good.
0: Go Sorry, I got to imagine that's why they they're trying to get hockey and these sports back so hard. Is you know at least if people are trapped at home, they'd have the the escape of watching a live event, other than the depressing news every single night. Like there's just yeah. nothing to watch. <laughs> I know. I, I I I work
1: in the news, so I totally get it. It's just everything is just like it's like just cramming sickness down your throat right? yeah. <laughs> like, we understand this is bad like let's just let's find something else to talk about didn't a, didn't some ducks get saved from a storm drain or is there a cat in a tree that got rescued something we can you know talk about outside of i said cat my dog just started barking upstairs <laughs> like literally they, it's like a trigger word or something that's ridiculous Or that or uh some innocent 90 year old woman is just walking by our house and my dog is like play with me, play with me, play with me. <laughs> so, what else is going on uh, besides my dog trying to murder somebody outside the house that it wouldn't do anything to anyway? Anything else
0: exciting happening in anybody else's world? There's, there's three seagulls that live in the parking lot behind my building that I've, I've become very invested in They're They're very loud. They, they play with each other quite a bit. So I, so I know I'm, I'm going fully crazy because I'm, yes, I'm invested in seagulls. <laughs>
3: have you given them names
0: um not yet but that's that's a good idea i don't even know why they're here we're nowhere near the ocean (laughs) (laughs) that is a valid point do do you have a giant body of water near you i don't think there's any water near lethbridge for for a long time so yeah maybe that's why they're so loud they're they're just very confused about where they are right now (laughs)
1: Did that giant cloud bring them in from <laughs> British Columbia in the water, and, like swinging them over? Is that possible? <laughs> Michael, do you have any weird animals you're invested in right now? <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, and seagulls are probably confused
2: because, like, I don't think anybody aims to wind up in Left Bridge. Always
0: passed by. <laughs> so, ouch! There we
1: go. We finally we were negative. We there made we fun of somebody. There I you go. Had to
0: that's fair though. I share that sentiment as well. <laughs>
1: uh, two, those two listeners and readers in Leftbridge are now gone. <laughs>
0: we gotta find more people
2: Leftbridge for a good like year after this.
0: <laughs> There's yeah. only like three cases here though, so I'm I'm not too too complaining about living here right now. <laughs> no, that's not bad at all.
1: Yeah, how are the numbers up in Canada? Are they pretty? Are they pretty low?
0: Our Calgary's terrible. Calgary is like the hot spot of the West. Like it's yeah. The rest of Alberta is pretty good, but Calgary is just get gets worse exponentially every single day. It seems. Yeah. Oilers fans are going to cling to that for life.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, they already are.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Are they, they really? Are.
2: Are. <laughs> yeah. I made a joke on our Twitter yesterday, like something along the lines of how they're talking about doing neutral site games in Edmonton, and it's like if the coronavirus wasn't already bad enough, imagine having to live in Edmonton for two months. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And how did that go over? <laughs> oh,
2: good. We had Oilers fans saying, like, at least it it, it was just Oilers fans being Oilers fans. It, uh, it didn't go well, up. Yeah, it's pretty rough in Calgary. I think a lot of that they said is because they shut down Edmonton's, like, international flights when it started. So it's all, like, coming into Calgary.
0: Yep.
2: And, like, most of them are travel-related. It sounds like they haven't had many, like, severe cases here compared to other provinces. So it's not, like, terrible. But it's just... I don't know, I can't tweet anything about the city of Edmonton without way
1: understands losing their mind, so You could tweet like Edmonton's really nice. No, it's really, really nice. You left out a really that's yeah. not fair. <laughs> Alright, well on that note, we're gonna pause and take a quick break here on the Tinderbox for some ads, and we will be right back after this.
3: Get ready for the greatest roast of
0: all time! The roast of Tom Brady! A Netflix live event happening
1: May 5th! Welcome back to whatever episode this is of the Tinderbox. We are the podcast for Matchsticks and Gasoline, the Calgary Flames website for SB Nation. It's Mark Michael, Matty Gordy. Just talking about, whatever. Uh, Like I I think I joked the other day when I posted our podcast, I was like, this podcast right now is like an episode of Seinfeld. It's literally about nothing, and it makes no (laughs) sense whatsoever. Um, So, um, speaking of watching things, uh, Michael, did you... Uh, take our um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for our recommendations and have you did you watch any Tiger King while we were waiting to record our next I, podcast? I couldn't bring myself to do it. I, I'm so sorry. I just <laughs> oh.
3: I
2: watched too many too many of these like Southern U.S. reality documentary show things. I just I, I can't take it anymore. Like I got way too into Duck Dynasty when it came out, and I feel like <laughs> I would just get stuck in that whole loop. Like, I just couldn't bring myself to do it.
1: Well the good news no. is it's only like seven episodes. So it's not like you're watching like well there I guess there's an eighth. I don't think I've seen that one. There was like a Cordy, was there a family reunion for that show yet? Did it happen? Have I not seen it yet?
0: Uh the eighth episode is just do you know who Joel McHale is? He's uh yeah. he's the main yeah, the guy soup. from community. Yeah, he, yep. he basically he does a he interviews a lot of the kind of secondary characters and they all just bash uh bash old Joe a little more. Uh yeah, the, 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 the guy with no arm, he, he uh, says he still doesn't regret his decision. It's 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 okay. It's nothing special. But. <laughs> I, just, I just like that you
1: could say, like, yeah, I have no arm, but I don't regret anything that happened losing this arm. I'm pretty sure there's about, if you had ten scenarios, there's nine scenarios where you regret losing your arm. What happened? I'm pretty sure. You know, like the other one, maybe you were saving your child or your loved one from a train and it ran your arm over. Okay, I don't regret that one, but working at a tiger farm kind of probably ranks high on the list of things i would regret losing my arm for but then again i've never worked on a tiger farm so i don't know and i'm saying like, this is a zoo i don't know why i'm calling it a tiger farm that just sounds weird like they're growing tigers this picture like rows of corn stalks with like tigers coming out of them it's like a like a tiger farm
0: <laughs> in, in fairness to michael my uh Michael's getting a phone call. He's very, he's oh. very important today. <laughs> in, in in fairness to Michael, uh, my my uh, worry about watching that show was it was just another kind of southern documentary, and you know, five minutes in, and you hear the guy has a you know two husbands and everything, and you realize it's going to be a a, a kind of different show. It's it's not like the others. So that, like, in fairness, it's that was my worry about it too before I watched it. But it is it is quite different. <laughs> And he ran for president, so. You know, yeah, <laughs> <true>. America!
1: <Yay! laughs> Crazy people who own tiger farms in Oklahoma can run for office. <laughs> it's a great place to be. So, Does anybody watch Ozark? Or am I the only one here that watches Ozark? I've well, never seen it. Right. Oh, it's so good. There, there's a rabbit hole to go down. My wife and I started it like a year and a half or two years ago and then stopped watching it and then just recently caught up on it. We're like oh, my God, why did I stop watching this show? It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's funny to watch a guy like Jason Bateman, who you grew up with like as a kid, or at least I did on like Wholesome Family Comedy Hour, and you're like, that's not Jason Bateman anymore. He's a cray-cray. <laughs> like, so is anybody binging or watching anything now exciting or important that we could maybe pass along to our listeners that might be fun for them?
0: Uh, I, I just started watching that, that Waco miniseries. I think it's good so far. I like it. All right. I have to look into that. I haven't seen that yet.
1: Maddie, you got anything over there?
3: Um, I finished Twin Peaks, and now I'm Excellent. watching Peaky Blinders. Nice,
1: Michael.
2: Uh, I've just been like looking for different movies. I usually watch like a movie in the evening, and I'm trying to find a show, so I'll take. I don't know I feel like I, I should say I'll take recommendations, but I didn't take the last ones. So I don't know if you guys are sick of giving me recommendations <laughs> or not. Yet, but
1: oh no gordy and i probably have something else incredibly twisted for you to watch That it's perfect you know <laughs> perfect. something that involves tigers somebody um, with seven husbands cats yeah you know dismembered bodies you know it's a good, and jason bateman it's a good t- actually not gordy i think we got a show to pitch Jason bateman runs a tiger farm where he dismembers all of his husbands
0: <laughs> it's perfect we got a show let's pitch it i think i think that's what carol baskin is currently running
1: by the way uh, the the carol baskin memes i
0: think are the greatest thing on the internet (laughs) right now everything is blamed on carol baskin it's awesome i don't know how her business is going to stay in 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 business because like who's who's going there now to see the tigers and not go in there to just you know look for her husband's body
1: (laughs) i think i found a finger
0: oh no wait never mind the rock
1: if I was to, I think I'd want to go just to say you've been there, you know. Like, yeah, no, true. Like, just get a T-shirt that says, "Like, hey, you cool cats and kittens," you know, <laughs> like something like that, just to walk away with. And I know Michael doesn't understand any of this, but it's it's really worth your time. <laughs> so just smiling on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, see, already. It's like being married. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> it's perfect. So, all right. Uh, anybody got anything else we want to talk about this afternoon? We've covered we got a YouTube channel now. And, yeah. Yes, we do have you. That's right. Go ahead. Pump it up. Talk about it.
2: You're I on. don't know. Gordy and I, We so yeah, like Gordy said, we've been doing our playoffs sim thing for what, pretty much since the season ended now. And we keep getting people like, oh, are you like live streaming anywhere? We finally decided like, let's just do that. And we kind of tried a few different options, but we're just going to do it on YouTube. Like you said, as a premiere and, yeah, people can finally watch the games. We're not doing it for Saturday with the game after on Monday. It'll be good to go. We, we're splicing highlights together and stuff for Saturday. It's um, I don't know. It'll be fun. I guess the podcast will be on there too now. So
1: yeah, we're going to try. We've, we're going to try to post a video of this podcast. So if you enjoy listening to it, you can only really imagine how much fun you're going to have watching it. And it's it's riveting. <laughs> it's it's. Got bookshelves, picture frames, shark heads. So you know, it's a it's a pretty pretty involved background we got going here I like it so yeah we'll we'll try to put this up and see if we can uh make a video link happen um I that that'll be on me to try to find it and then I'll just send it over to you but this will definitely be posted tonight for your listening pleasure so as you're struggling to fall asleep tonight you can download this podcast and pop in your earbuds and fall nice asleep to the absolute nonsense that is the tinderbox podcast well if nobody has anything else we'll go around one more time gore do you have anything else today
0: I'll uh I'll drop some seagull footage on the on the YouTube channel. Keep everyone informed. You should start a seagull zoo. You can be like we
1: can call you Gordy Exotic. Twenty four hour live stream. That's right. And then you can find somebody who's got a seagull rescue up there, and Left Bridge would be like, "That damn Carol Baskin always taking my seagull." do <laughs> you got anything over there? Anything else you want to add?
3: Uh. I'm just going to have to find some animals to get really obsessed over for next Perfect. week or something.
1: Awesome. No snakes, no bats. Outside of that, have at it. <laughs> good to go. Michael, have they, uh, you got anything outside of the YouTube channel? Which was a great idea. We appreciate you and Gordy uh, taking the ball and running with that.
2: Uh, I think I'm good. I'm uh, just hoping to get through this. Like, I'm having fun. It was, it was fun to a video chat and catch up.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, that's going to do it for whatever episode of the Tinderbox this is. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check for it potentially on our... Uh, Michael, what's the YouTube channel? Uh, YouTube page? Is it youtube.com backslash? I
2: don't know.
0: It's just matchsticks and gasoline. I should probably know that in the future. But right, it's, uh, it is
1: just matchsticks and gasoline. All right, cool. Well, well, go to YouTube and search matchsticks and gasoline and you guys can watch The Sim the Sims of the uh, NHL playoffs, which Calgary is rolling through, so at least maybe one Flames team would have done well in the playoffs this year. If you enjoy this podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Just search the Tinderbox or Matchsticks and Gasoline, and you will find us there. Guys, thank you. Guys, oh, I
3: was cruising I almost
1: had an ending for the podcast and I screwed it up. Gordy, Michael, Matty, thanks for coming on this afternoon. (laughs) we'll try harder next time thank you all for listening to the tinderbox and we will catch you next time